welcome, welcome to the Meet Us in Paris podcast. I'm Zen, and I'm joined by my bestest co-host, Tanya. Hey, Tanya, what's going on? Hey there, how you doing, Zen? <laughs> well, and I'm your bestest, am I? <laughs> yeah, you're my, well, you're also my worstest co-host, because you're the only <laughs> one here today, other than me. Well, no, I could be the worstest co-host. <laughs> we could be each other's was worstest and bestest, yeah, whatever and bestest. those words are. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, if my daughter was here, she'd be completely talking about what a dad joke. Uh-huh, um, that sounded like a dad joke, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of contractually obliged to throw one in every once in a while where I get the dad car taken away. Okay. Yes. I'm going to keep track of it then. We don't want that. <laughs> no. Well, dad jokes is not what this show is about. We're going to, no. we talk about travel. <laughs> so um, today we are going to talk about you and I, uh-huh. as we mentioned before, random topics that are tangentially related to travel. We possibly will be discussing destinations, food, customs, gadgets, or whatever. Who knows? Yeah. Because we 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 kind of assign each other pro- to look it up and make up what they're going to talk about but i don't know what you're going to ta- tell me and if you're an avid traveler as a listener um we're your virtual water cooler buddies um in a convenient take with you podcast format yeah and you know you have the most random things that <laughs> that you you have that come out of your head that i'm really looking forward to hearing what you're going to talk about it could be anything so that's going to be interesting so yay i'm excited for this okay i uh, think that's a compliment <laughs> yeah maybe yeah it is <laughs> okay okay in the meantime why don't we take a quick break and i'm going to make a decision of whether that was a compliment during the break okay Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. Okay, welcome back, fellow adventurers. So we're talking about random travel topics or tangential random travel topics. And my thing for this week is that I have been doing 3D printing. Ooh. Are you familiar with 3D printing, Tanya? Yes, I am. Um, I'll let you finish your story because I'm excited to hear um, my husband's an industrial designer and we had oh. one in our house. So go, go, keep going. Oh, I didn't know here. that. Mm-hmm. I, that's my, actually, um, my background is industrial design too. So, and we work together, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, if you don't know what 3D printing, 3D printing is the process of making three dimensional objects from digital models. You usually use your computer, adding layers of material on top of each other. And it's different from traditional manufacturing. Usually things are plastic, but they do, you can print things out of different materials. Um, lots of times they remove. So you t- start out with a piece of aluminum and then you stick it in a machine and it removes the parts that you don't want. This is the opposite is that you add layer to layer to layer and then you create something. Um, if it, 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 these printers are for home use and also some commercial use, these are kind of things that are roughly about 
printers that are about, well, let's say two feet by two feet by two feet. It would fit in a box yeah. that small, but you can make, if you can imagine it, you can print it. And I have been taking, and I have a lot of hobbies that are not travel. And what I've been doing is I've been using, taking my 3D printer and adding to my non-3D printer other hobbies. And for example, I collect fountain pens. So see, with, that's not random at all. Okay. Yeah, that that's another random. Mm -hmm. um, okay. But I can print up beautiful fountain pen holders. So oh. that's kind of cool. But as far as travel goes, and actually another one of my hobbies is coffee. Is yeah, that I yes. I've mentioned before that I bring an AeroPress with me onto trips and I'll bring my own coffee. And an AeroPress is a coffee press. I'm not going to get into it. But, you know, one of the things that no one can quite figure out what to do with is they have these little round filters that are about two inches. And you bring a stack of them with you, but there's no really good containers for these. And I have been printing these little plastic clip-on things that you can put my filters into and attach to the body of my AeroPress. So my my um so my little filters aren't all over the inside of my luggage. And so those are just some of the things I've been printing up. You know when you have the zipper and the zipper breaks off? Yeah. You, the little oh, the little whatever it's called that you pull it. Yeah, the puller thing. Uh-huh. Is, is there That's a name? Very fancy name for it the pull the zipper puller that's yeah. probably what it's called yeah well <laughs> the the thing is that you can print up i have a bunch of them some of them you use um i forget what that paracord and use a paracord and then you have these little things that you print and you clip onto the paracord so now you have new zipper pulls for some of the because it's nothing breaks a zipper better than travel <laughs> Of course, yeah, that's when things start to go awry because, yeah, that's just the way it happens. Yeah, so i just been printing up a whole bunch of stuff. And do you take some those them, with you, like some extra ones, just in case? You know, I've had a couple of broken things on my luggage, so I've been printing them up. So I have not taken extras. Okay, but you so. used them to, to kind of repair stuff. That's interesting. How long have you been, how long have you been 3D printing, I guess? About, and do you have a printer at home? Yes, I have a printer at home. I've okay. had it for about a year and a half. Okay. Um, if you are interested in it, um, people who are listening, not you, Tanya, because you already have one. <laughs> a lot of the things, if you can imagine it, they exist out there. And yep. people are so friendly, they share all their designs. Yep. So I don't even have to design these things. I you just, just get the, yeah. Yeah, you just download the file, you put it on your computer, and then you move it over to memory chip, stick it into the printer, and then yeah. it prints out whatever you want. And you can tweak it to maybe customize it for a different kind of a, a look or yep. design. Yeah, yep. so it is, it's like, like, like when you have, I'm going to say something like, um, like a Photoshop even or something that you just tweak the layers and, and it works kind of a thing. Anyway, um, we... So my husband is an industrial designer and I'm talking like 20 years ago, mm -hmm. he bought one, but that's oh when God. they were like as big as a refrigerator. Oh my God. It was quite funny because we got it and um, he had his own company, but they delivered it to the house because, or 
apartment where we were living because he, he wanted to see it. And we both stayed up all night watching it. It was quite funny. It didn't fit anywhere. Finally he moved it. But, um, and now they're tiny, you know, now they're, yeah. they're the, so it's really, really interesting. He, he sold that, then he bought another one. So he kept kind of updating and um, he doesn't have one right now, but I have lived with 3d printing forever and ever and ever. And ever. <laughs> it's interesting, but I, I, as you're talking, I'm thinking, I wonder if I could find the picture of the old one where it was huge. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. Funny. But now it's like, actually I, um, we have a cat, so we can't have the cat getting to it. So we actually have it locked in one of the guest bathrooms. So we actually <laughs> just put it on the counter next to the sink, yeah. you know, cause it's a bathroom we can lock up yeah. and uh, there's, there's relatively small. I, and, and, you know, I do other things like I, I'm a car enthusiast and I print up car parts and all sorts yeah. of stuff like that. So it's really cool that you can like my, I have a 20 something year old Miata and I can print up parts for it. So it's not just for travel. I mean, it can be used, whatever you need to make, you can make it. Yeah, that is very cool. I did not know that about you. Interesting. Because I'm so a random weirdo. You that, are. Like you some, said, it's yeah. it's interesting. I didn't say weirdo. I just okay. said very random. I'm going to say you're eclectic. How's that? Okay. You like that? <laughs> I'll, I'll take eclectic. Yeah. Eclectic is, yeah, sounds way better. Um, so... I don't know. I tangential. I almost had to look it up because it could mean so many things. But it could, I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, so what I I did is I'm going to be sharing um, kind of like uh, for example, I we went to go pet sit for a friend in Menlo Park, um, of you know a few months back, and and so what we're doing is we're just hanging at somebody's apartment she like it's a it's on the fifth floor you oversee trees it's really pretty it's the view's amazing it's all calm peace you know leaves trees all that and that's and i was working from from that location but then you have these things that happen while you're visiting she's gone and we're with the pets and so forth so um i think we went, one of the things we did one afternoon was go to the museum of com computer museum i don't know if you have ever been up there Zen. I have not, I've been towards that area, but I have not okay. been to Menlo Park specifically. And they have, um, so they have a museum. So you can see, it's like you could be there the whole day and not even make a dent. There's so much to see. It's really fun. Um, when you walk in, there's like a 30-foot emoji wall, like of in celebrating diversity, inclusion, and every emoji in the world. Um, you pretty much kind of travel through the evolution of the technological world and it's, it's in Silicon Valley. It goes on and on. They have talks, they have workshops. There's a ton of things to do. It is, it's just like a travel back in time of the very first computer. I remember my husband's like, this is the first computer I ever used. And of course it looks like, you know, a hundred years ago or something. Um, old video games. Um, they had, uh, they have a wall or, or an arch arc of of all old. Remember how we would be have to install like Photoshop? There were like seven CDs <laughs> a million no, years ago. No, f floppy disks. Yes. So all that is there. It is. It's just really interesting. Um, and then things that never worked. I think they had a computer for the kitchen for you to put in your 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 recipes. But we're talking like a. George Jetson kind of a look in the 19, 
don't know, early 80s, which is, it was horrific. Of course, they sold, they didn't even sell <laughs> one. So it's, there's a bunch of really funny things. Um, again, you could be there all day. There's, it's, they have the first, I'm going to call it the wrong thing. Um, hold on. Where you have the cards and they, and they put the holes in. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, um, um, oh, gee, what is, I had it. I had it in my head before I started. Punch cards. Thing. They're like punch cards. cards. And the thing and, is, uh, they're called chads when those little things yes. that pop out. Yeah. Okay. So there's the, uh, uh, uh like a, a display and you walk in and they give you a little talk and then somebody comes up with a sentence and then, you know, they punch it in and then it comes out and in, in like the, that paper that's, it was just really fun. The old fashioned kind of um, inkjet that goes back and forth. So it is like a little bit of travel in time. And then it's fun to see it. Cause you'll have families. And of course someone, you know, a teenager is like, like what it took how long and it's this hot in here. And you have the guy who, who um, managed or worked on the machines there and they're so excited to talk about it. Anyway, it is worth going. So it's, I'm going to say this was just this tangential trip that we took because we were there. And I mean, I've heard about it, but only because we were there, we stopped and went in. Um, but I would say it is a good stop for all the nerdy people out there. Um, it's cool. a lot of fun. So it's, um, you know, and now that you said 3D printing, wouldn't it be great to have a 3D printing museum somewhere? I'm sure there probably is, right? I have no idea, but I'm, I'm sure that will that happen sooner, sooner or later. Yeah, because that is a really cool, the evolution of that is much faster than than the evolution of the computer and everything, just because mm, we're in faster I don't know. No? I don't know. I mean, yes and no, I guess. I don't know. Computers, I mean, I re I don't know if you've ever heard this, but the, you know, the old Game Boy that was black and white that had like two <laughs> buttons and a little directional key keypad? Yes, that is there. You can oh. play Pong there. I mean, it's well, really cool. Anyway, go on. The amount of computing processing power in that old Game Boy that was black and white is mm -hmm. more computing powder power than they had to put the man on the moon. <laughs> That's nuts. And, it's and crazy. Our, yeah, like our iPhones would be considered supercomputers. They're like, computers, exactly. Yeah, three decades yeah. ago, they it could be a supercomputer almost. So, anyway, so it is worth the cool. visit. It's a really fun. Um, it's very geeky. Go with time, and you know, there's like a million things to see, and. It, you know, it's just nice and fun. So anyway, I recommend it highly. And I never thought that I would, I don't know what I was planning on seeing, but I, that was just a cool thing that we found in our wandering around. Nice. Yeah, Very, very nice. Okay. Well, uh, my second one was, as everyone knows, I'm kind of a Japanophile. <laughs> and I just love all things Japanese, good and bad. And it's just an interesting culture. And one of the best ways for me to learn, I found for me to learn about Japan other than visiting is you can visit something called NHK mm. World-Japan. And NHK World-Japan is an international service of Japan's public media organization, NHK. 
and it gives the latest information on Japan and Asia through television, radio, online, and online to a global audience. That's crazy. I did not know that. It's huh? they're almost kind of almost a certain almost like public. Think about like almost like public television. Mm-hmm. And the many, many, many of their shows are actually in English. Hmm. So if you, they have, um, like, for example, you can learn how to, um, they have some things on learning Japanese. They have things about learning about their cultural, you know, like cultural things. Um, there's just, you can watch I mean, and they're all videos. I mean, or a lot of them are videos. And so I can, you know, it's all, I think some of them are on YouTube, but for example, okay. So like things like it talks about local present news. You can learn Japanese. You can learn things about, um, learn about sumo wrestlers. They have recaps on the sumo wrestling. You can hear, I mean, it's just a little bit about, the culture in general, everything and anything. And you could just sit there all day long and watch them. And I, oh. and I, sometimes I do. <laughs> uh, they have virtual tours. They talk about the foods. I mean, yeah. um, it, it's just something really neat. And they have, and it always seems like the, a lot of their reporters speak with a British accent. I don't quite know why, but it's like a Japanese British accent. It's like, okay, that's an interesting kind that's of. That's a cool kind of a combo, though. Yeah. That is that's so what... interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I highly suggest watching um, the show, uh, watching NHK World Japan. I mean, there's one, it was just like, talk about niche. They have a whole video about how to uh, bicycle all around Japan. So, NHK World Japan. I, I'm looking at it now. It's huge. Yeah, and then when they talk about bicycling through Japan, they're pointing out all the rice paddies. They're talking about you know where they fish, you know, and as they're bicycling through the countryside. And so it's like, how cool is that? You know, on they they go meet people and talk about calligraphy. Um, oh, I love it. There's ones about um, the Japanese potters. Just if you like, yeah, this is like a rabbit hole you can go into and be there for quite a while. Yeah, you're never coming out. Listen, it when, um, when was the last time you were in Japan, or if it's been a long time, when are you going next? Uh, that's okay. Last time 2017, okay. And the next time I want to go back, I do not know, okay, because that's it's a little bit. You- my life is a little crazy recently, so yes, I, I am aware your life is it, all kinds of things are happening in our world. But yes. um, hopefully soon you can get a little have a getaway. You really do talk a lot about it, and I think it's got a special place in your heart. So I hope that you can go and and get that. You know, yep. enjoy that it. Yes, yeah. However, I was that however itch, but, yeah. Italy is probably going to be next on my list because I've been is to it? Italy a few times. But my wife and daughter have not been to Italy. Where did you so, go? I know we're going tangential. Where we? Where? Where did you go to? Where are you going to Italy? Um, I would probably try to take them on a tour because okay. um, they've never been anywhere, so it would be just kind of like a grand umbrella tour. So yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, uh, Rome, Florence, 
uh, probably Venice, uh, just a major, you know, the big cities. Okay. So uh, we're thinking of doing that next year. We're going to to Italy and then visiting a, a nephew in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And in Italy, we have a, now we have a, a niece there um, and a cousin, my husband's cousin, um, in Milan, near Milan, not in it, but very close. Milan's so, beautiful. I'm really looking forward to that, and and I like just going to like that one place. Maybe walk around, you know, kind of close range. Don't go a bunch of places, so mm-hmm. we'll probably stay there and then kind of do day trips here and there. So I don't know; it's still a little bit far away, but it is something we're talking about. So you could take the rail, though. Yes, I know. I know. I like that. The it's rail so is cool. so cool. Yeah, but yeah, you know the yeah, I, but is. The only place I don't know is Venice because I've been warned away from Venice that it's just a little bit too crazy there now. Oh, too bad. But, you know, cities kind of go up and down. Maybe it'll calm down later on. Yeah. So you can try to go. But I see if you're going with your daughter and your wife, probably not. Yeah. And then, and we have family. I have a cousin who was born and raised in Rome. So, like, it's fun to hang out with her, too. Oh, see, that's, that's, see, it's always really fun when you have someone there. Yep. Even if you like take, you know, stay at a, at a hotel or an Airbnb, it's really fun to have another, the per, a local, family yeah. local, yeah. Well, well it's cool. also interesting to live Italian life, too. They, yes, they, exactly. They, they're, they're equivalent, it's Europe's equivalent of Hawaii time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I haven't, yeah. yeah, I've done nothing, know nothing about Italy. Anything that I say, I've like read in a book and a novel or something, so I don't know anything. Well, you're going to find out. Yes, I will soon, and we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, let's see. My other um, kind of, I guess, sharing that I want to do is I went to go visit a childhood friend, I don't know, about five years ago, more than five years ago, to in Spain, Ayamonte, which is this medieval town near uh the the border of portugal it's a, there's a little town called huelva it's in the andalusia region so that's near seville and they're separated by a river portugal and ayamonte or in spain um guadiana river and it's all the coast that coast that you see is called the andalusia costa de la luz which is the coast of light and that's where a lot of, um, I'm going to say, different kinds of expats go and retire. So hmm. this is a friend that I've known since Colombia. Um, I was friends with her younger sister, who was my age. And she was the, like, when we were little, she was the older adult sister. So <laughs> um, she retired. She went to go live in, in Spain and London. And then she came back and retired there with her British husband. And that's where they were living, and I hadn't seen them in forever. So I, it was just, it, you had to take like a train, a car. I mean, it was, it was forever to get there, but we got there. So the whole reason to go was to just visit her. Um, no plans of whatever came would be great. But I got there, and it's like right next to Portugal. So I think one of my best experiences is she said that, oh, we're going to go, let's go have like some tapas over at a chiringuito. And that word in to me, it's kind of like a hole in the wall kiosk kind of on the water. Like, you know, but it's nothing fancy. We're doing it in Portugal. So we go and, and it is not, it is like 
it's like, I don't know, this, this resort looking little restaurant be overseeing the, the, the ocean. Um, and it's like the tapas are phenomenal. We drank, of course, and it changed my life in the sense of that's the word chiringuito is now that is what it has to be. Um, it was delicious and it was so cool to just let's go have dinner in Portugal or let's go da 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 in Portugal. And then you came, we came back and their friends would pop in. There's a golf course really close by and they're all British. So it was really interesting to be there. Um, you had, you know, Portuguese or yeah, Spanish and British English all in one big, you know, kind of mixture, uh, so it was kind of an interesting trip for me. There's about 20,000 um, exp English expats there. So there's a lot. And, you know, it's not a really big city. So it's, it's really far out there. So it's fun. And cool. to me, that was just this random thing that, that I discovered I would love to go back. The trip there was hilarious because, you know, you take a train, then you get up bus and then you get another train then you need to get a car it's like lord when are we getting there? <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot of fun i learned a ton um it's like you're walking through a medieval town that's pure white it's just like you know again like the, those places in in europe like that it's just beautiful so um it was just something unexpected that i wanted to share very cool and then i guess that's it we're done right with our yeah. with our sharing for our yeah. Unless you have any, no. you know, random loose ends. No, no, I'm good. I think that was it. I am. Um, it makes me want to, of course, every time we do this podcast, it makes me want to go travel tomorrow. So, <laughs> well, I guess that that's it. Thanks for tuning in to our random travel things podcast. We hope that you guys had as much fun as we did. It was fun to get to, to know what, um, with Zen's coming out of his mouth sometimes. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're newer to our podcast, be sure to listen to our older podcast. When we talk about like, there's one that we did was top 10 things confiscated by TS TSA in 2020. I remember that one. That was a lot of fun. That was um, a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, so that was good. Okay. Uh, we, actually, we should probably do that one again because I, there's probably a 2021 and 2022 list too. Absolutely. So. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the meantime, meet us in Paris is the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. And thank you again for tuning in. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.